It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance together on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Ten minutes away from your calls on how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Got a lot of great responses from you. Let those responses continue. We'll hear about that in 10 minutes. How would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Part of the Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee. We'll tell you out for in case you missed it. And we'll hear your four in 10 minutes at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Join that conversation on the Dr. Pepper calling line. To give you a little bit of a hint. The Jacksonville Jaguars will not be a part of the top four. They will not be part of the top six. And you have to wonder if their number one seed dreams went out the window last night at the Trevor Lawrence, the outstanding quarterback, who has not missed a start in the 46 games he's played in the NFL. That may be the case this weekend. He suffered a high ankle sprain. Doug Peterson, his head coach, has more on that and if he's actually going to play this weekend. So starting with Trevor, obviously, it's just a right high ankle sprain. Uh, everything's stable. Everything looks good. And and we'll see where he is here in a couple of days. Is there a legitimate possibility that Trevor could play this week? I'm not going to put that timetable on Trevor. I'm not going to put him in a box like that. But uh, we'll see how he is in a couple of days. So now it gets really, really crucial for Jacksonville. And not in terms of a number one seed, Harry. Maybe even winning the division. They're only a game up on the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts who play each other this weekend in the AFC South. They are at Cleveland this Sunday, home versus Baltimore, at Tampa Bay, home versus Carolina, and at the Tennessee Titans. Those next three games will say a lot about what they can do depending on the availability of their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I'll start with the Cleveland Browns. That's who they play next. They got to go to Cleveland. You got to remember, Cleveland has a defense that love to blitz. Jim Swartz. And Jim Swartz understanding that Trevor Lawrence is not going to be in that football game. Well, you can count that that young quarterback, C.J. Beathard, he's going to see the blitz multiple times. Miles Garrett is going to be licking his chops to try to sack the quarterback and up his total on the year. But it's very unfortunate injury for Trevor Lawrence, man, a guy that I think was playing really good football. Now, there were in that game last night, there were some moments where if they would have connected like right before halftime, him mm, and Calvin Ridley. Right. But I believe the bad snap or whatnot couldn't get it out there. They had some opportunities where they could have won this football game. And then with five minutes left, Trevor Lawrence gets his foot stepped on, his ankle, I should say, ankle, foot, all the same thing, uh, by his own offensive lineman. And he has to go out of that football game. So thinking about that and how they potentially could have won that game and had the number one seed overall right now today, but that's not what happened. Now you look at the division – and you have the Indianapolis Colts and Shane Steichen, who's done a phenomenal job with this team. You have the Houston Texans and D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and company, mm-hmm. who have done a phenomenal job this year. They're only one game back of being t- of all three of those teams being tied for first place in that division. Now, when you look at who else they play on their schedule, you mentioned the Baltimore Ravens. I don't. I, I firmly do not believe 
that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to beat the Baltimore Ravens without Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. And then you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are fighting for their lives when it comes to the NFC South and trying to stay in contention with the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to give them everything that they can handle as well. Carolina, not worried about it. Tennessee Titans, it's a division game. Mm-hmm. It's all about how that quarterback is going to play and how comfortable he is in the system and, you know, going against that defensive line of the Tennessee Titans. So everything is up in the air right now. Just think about this. 24 hours ago, the Jacksonville Jaguars had the opportunity to have the number one seed, losing not only that football game, mm-hmm. but losing your quarterback to a high ankle sprain, which is probably going to be three to four, three to five weeks. That's a bit of a uh, of disaster in the, within the last 24 hours for Jacksonville. And to add to it, Christian Kirk suffered a core muscle injury, a.k.a. a groin injury. Even Doug Peterson said that may require surgery, which means that if that's going to be the case, or even if that's not going to be the case, you don't know about any availability that's going to be there from him when it comes to Christian Kirk. And I'll go back to something you said about the Cleveland Browns. You can't expect that Cleveland's defense is going to look like that this coming Sunday like it looked the previous Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. How many times we've seen if you have a top-flight offense and you had a less-than-stellar performance, the law of averages just swings in your favor. You're going to look a lot better. That Browns defense is number one in the NFL in total defense. And the Los Angeles Rams look like they're playing seven-on-seven football. You know they want nothing better to say, man, our defense is not that bad. We just had an off game. We're going to go out there and be in proven mode against potentially a Jaguars team that's 8-4. and four but that may not have their guy under center that they really are going to need when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. And I think another thing we have to look at when it comes to the Jaguars and Cleveland Browns matchup, that game is at Cleveland mm-hmm. Sunday, December 10th. Now, this is the time of the year where weather starts to play a major factor in a lot of these games sure. that are being played in the Midwest and up north. You're talking about a team in the Jacksonville Jaguars coming from Duval where it's hot and humid, <laughs> and now they have to travel to the Cle- to Cleveland, Ohio, where the weather's probably going to – it's going to rain the day before. It's going to rain earlier in the day. The might be a little cold. might be a little messy. And this is a team that loves to throw the football. Whew, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. By the way, game time temperatures on Sunday in Cleveland, 38 degrees, cloudy with a chance of rain. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Going to be a sloppy one. It's really going to be sloppy. Shannon Penn, what you got, my friend? And you, you mentioned that that race in the AFC South. Like, looking at it looking at it right now, Trevor Lawrence is going to miss some time with that high ankle sprain. So who you trust out of those three right now between Jacksonville, the Texans, and the Colts? I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Um, I, I really like what this football team has been able to do, but we can't dismiss what the Indianapolis Colts have been doing mm-hmm. and Gardner Minshew and that defense. That defense has been playing well. Uh, on top of things, too, but that defense for the Houston Texans. So if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick C.J. Stroud. I don't know if you guys seen this, but at the end of the third quarter, C.J. Stroud ran a naked bootleg to the left, and the defensive end played it the best possible way he could play it. So I said to myself, there's no way C.J. Stroud is going to complete this football. (laughs) C.J. Stroud found a way to complete that football, and, man, I, I, I'm going to take a video of, of that play and post it on my, my Twitter mm-hmm. so everyone can see what I'm talking about because I don't think me talking about it does justice. I need people's eyes to see exactly what I'm talking about right now. It's amazing how we're talking about the back of quarterbacks that will have an effect on that race in the AFC South with the exception of C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans. We don't know how long Trevor Lawrence is going to be out. I'm thinking a high ankle sprain. You can look really good, but you still got to go out there and run and make sure you don't compromise that angle. Is it really worth having him out there 
on a bum leg if you're at a Jacksonville Jaguars. you got to weigh that time frame and that timeline when it comes to him. But the fact that you may need a C.J. Beathard for that team, meaning Jacksonville, or a Gardner Minshew to continue to play well against a rookie quarterback that shows that he is head and shoulders with the two guys trying to compete in that same division, that's when things are going to get very, very interesting the final marks of the season, especially your Jacksonville 8-4, and four, and those number one dreams may have gone out of the window when you had that friendly fire and offensive lineman stepping on the ankle of Trevor Lawrence, and you know how much of an effect that's really going to have and when he's going to come back. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. You can say when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance, you can do that by visiting Progressive.com. So now the fun begins again. Uh-oh. Not saying we didn't have fun, but this was the brainchild of one Harry Douglas, Devin Kane, Shannon Penn, our two producers. They decided, hey, let's have a Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee Tuesday. Now that college football said and done, and that selection committee had people in the storm, the offices in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's in Frisco, Texas, with pitchforks and fire. That's how I feel about Devin Kane and Shannon Penn right now, the two guys part of the selection committee. Because here are four teams, 49ers, Ravens, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys and Dolphins on the outside looking in. I had the Dolphins at number three. And Devin, Shannon, and Harry lost their rabbit behind minds. How I had that team over the Chiefs, over the Cowboys, even over the Philadelphia Eagles. But enough of that. It's time for your <laughs> top four. Who are you, how would you rank the best four teams, the four best teams in the NFL? Let's see what you have to say at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Block in Atlanta. How would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Hey, what's happening, fellas? I would definitely say I'm going to go with the 49ers, one, Ravens, two, Philly with three, and, you know, I got a 4A and a 4B. Okay. You know, I say 4A are the Chiefs, but I really don't trust their receivers. But 4B, I'm going with Black Brady. And you know who Black Brady is? Who? C.J. Stratton. Oh, wow. No, I have I'm not heard that. Extrapolating it, I said they could probably go 4-1. and one. Uh-huh. Their last five, they'll be in the top four. So that's it right there, outside yeah. looking in. Yeah, I have not heard Melon and Brady before regarding C.J. Stroud, but I'm not hating on it. <laughs> from Block in Atlanta. Listen, C.J. Stroud is leading the National Football League right now in passing yards. The way this young man is playing is at an all-time high. I love everything about his game. Cool, calm, and collected. Can play from the pocket. Can play on the edge. Mm-hmm. You can utilize his athleticism. Can make all the throws downfield. Short, intermediate, deep. And I'm about to tweet right now, Freddie. Okay. This video of C.J. Stroud at the end of the third quarter. So I want everybody to go to at H. Douglas 83 and check out C.J. Stroud and figure out, tell me how he made this completion. But I'm, I'm on the C.J. Stroud train. Yeah, well, when you're the Mellon and Brady, all things are possible. And it's really going to need to be possible with Tank Dell, their outstanding rookie wide receiver, no longer part of this lineup after fracturing his leg, even though they're able to beat the Denver Broncos on Sunday. Phil in North Carolina, how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Uh, first, I'd like to start off and say thank you for the segue playing the uh, Brady Bunch uh, skit there. <laughs> but I got I got uh, San Francisco one, Philly two, Baltimore four. Freddie, I got you back. Miami number three. Oh, Harry, boy. you sat there. Uh, oh, the Ravens lost this. And, you know, hey, Miami played those two games against uh, Kansas City and Philadelphia without six starters. 
They had no offensive line, no A-chain. You played them games again. Tyreek dropped two touchdown passes. You play those games again, they win. I give you the head-to-head with Philadelphia, put them in number two. But the Dolphins are not even playing their best defense yet. A-chain's back. That offense is totally different with him in there. If we can get Armstead healthy and keep him in the game, we're set. Well, Phil, let me say this. You make a great point because in some of those games, the Miami Dolphins, they were without some of their offensive linemen. And I do believe because of that defense of Vic Fangio and how uh, Fangio and how it's uh, how it takes time for everything to come together. We even had Javon Holland on and he Mm -hmm. felt like, hey, we haven't even hit our stride yet with this defense. So there is more to come with that team. But I got to lay this one on you again. Pause. They did lose head-to-head to to the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) That's my argument, and I'm sticking with it, Freddie. I'm glad you are sticking with it. But remember, (laughs) if I have the same argument for another team, I want to to make sure that you keep that consistent. Oh. Unlike the committee people over there, when I use the same argument for the Dolphins, but then they try to use the same argument for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh Essentially, the same teams, one in one conference, one in the other conference. Really quick, did you see see the throw by CJ I'll just retweet it as well. Yeah, Unbelievable, isn't it? I don't know how you did Crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, a guy right in his face, running away from his dominant hand to the left side, and he put it right on that guy's number for a completion in the first down. They're special. Right now, he's been special, special when it comes to C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback of the Houston Texans. David, in Hawaii, how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Real simple. I got Eagles number one. I got 49ers two. I got Cowboys three. And I got those Packers at four. You got the Packers at four? I do. Okay, explain yourself, David in Hawaii. Okay, all right, all right. Well, did they not beat down the Chiefs? You see that running game? You see that Jordan Love lighting it up? Boy, I'm telling you, they had a butt start. You know, maybe Jordan didn't quite have the confidence going, but what I saw the other day, I'm telling you, who wants to go into Green Bay and go play them? Now, I I will say this. When you look at the Green Bay Packers, I do believe this is a team that's ascending right now, that's Mm -hmm. trending upward. Uh, they have beat the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs the last two games. But you can't also ignore some of the things that may have happened beforehand as well. Everything has to be considered. And I don't see how you can put Green Bay at four over a lot of other people. Also, I noticed in your top four, there's nothing but NFC, NFC, uh, NFC teams. Yeah. In your top four. Because what happened to the Baltimore Ravens? Because I, I guess they're cannibalizing each other. Yeah, I, know, according to him. I know we're focused on the Packers with that call, but how can you put the Eagles at number one after just losing to the 49ers yes. at home? How, how does that even compute? In they, I tried to ignore that part, yeah, Dave. I didn't ignore it. I just I looked at it. <laughs> so, I, you know, he's got one at the top, one at the bottom. It's his top four. And like I said, he does not have to worry about committee members getting in the way of his top four. And yes, Devin Kane and Shannon Penn, I'm speaking to you. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. How would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? We're doing the Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee. It starts today. We're going to do each and every Tuesday until the last week of the NFL regular season. We have 49ers one, Ravens two, Eagles three, Chiefs four, Cowboys at five, Dolphins at six, the Cowboys and Dolphins on the outside looking in. He may not be your uncle, but he's our Uncle Tony in Atlanta. Uncle Tony, how would you rank the four best teams in the in Alabama? Excuse me. Uncle Tony, how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Hey, I'm going to agree with your last call. And, Harry, I'm going to tell you why the Eagles are still number one. One is Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. 
But two, you know even better than anybody. You had one team, the Eagles, who had played three games in 13 days yep. and one team coming off a of bye. Yep. I've got the San Fran at number two. Okay. Freddie, I'm right there with you. The Dolphins at three. That a boy. And I've got the I've got the Ravens at four. Okay. All right. Who who was your who was your two again? Two San Fran. Oh, San Fran. Okay, mm-hmm. I got yes. you. Yeah. No, I, he didn't I, leave I, out the 49ers. No, no, no. He he made a he made a great point because I think that's also something that a lot of people on a lot of networks aren't mentioning about the Philadelphia Eagles. How many games they played in 13 days? Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely a factor, and you can kind of see it a little bit in that second half. They looked worn out. They yeah. they they ran out of gas, and the San Francisco 49ers were coming off a ton of rest. Also, in this matchup Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys are coming off 10 days of rest. I won't say 10 days of rest because they still got to practice, but mm-hmm. they haven't played a game in 10 days. Now, for me, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you going to be able to overcome this as well? Because right. this game is very valuable moving forward. This game is very valuable for the number one seed and also the division. So are you going to be able to be mentally strong enough? Because when, you, when, you, when you're physically, physically fatigued, that's when the mental part has to start kicking in. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm interested to see Sunday night, are they going to be able to be mentally yeah. tough yeah. to be able to overcome the physical fatigue? Because this is going to be another – you know, high-powered matchup right. against the Dallas Cowboys. Well, if they win against the Cowboys in Dallas on Sunday night, they're going to have the top seed in the NFC. Because after that, they're at Seattle. I don't believe they're losing that one. They play the New York Giants, please. They play the Arizona Cardinals, please. And they at the New York Giants. If they win Sunday night, they're running the table. Oh, they I can't the, see them They losing. play the Giants twice? Twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. Nice. Day after yeah. Christmas. But why was it? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Where's the lie? It's, it's the Giants. Hold up. One second. Okay. This the Eagles are going to beat us in the first game. Yeah. But what if they're resting their starters in the second game? They probably still will beat us. They'll probably still beat you. Better chance. Anyway. Better chance. But, but, but yeah. you know what? For betting I, purposes, I, sure. I don't know if they would do this this time around because of the bye. how close everything has looked for the Philadelphia Eagles. I would want to kind of get continue momentum into the bye knowing that I do have a week off. Okay. Because, I, don't, I don't want yeah. my starters with two weeks off before yeah. we got to go play in a very important yeah. Yeah. divisional game. They may not play the whole game, but they'll play enough. Divisional round yeah, game. Yeah, yep. they'll play enough before this way they're, they're not too cal- they're not under calloused yep. and get out of sorts and get out of a routine if they get that number one seed in the NFC. Michael in Houston, who, how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? Hey, before I get started with my ranking, I hope that sometime next week or before the fe- fever is gone, we'll go back to that. Uh, select committee that left off Florida State. But <laughs> here goes my ranking. <laughs> yeah, now them, them boys wasn't bad. I, don't, I can't agree with them, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> well done, Michael. Points. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here here goes my top in the NFL. San Francisco, number one. San Francisco, number two. <laughs> Tariq Hill, number three. San Francisco, number four. <laughs> I love it. I love every bit of it, Michael. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes after that. We're like, 49ers one, 49ers two. Tyreek Hill, three, 49ers four. Right now, they're the most complete team in the NFL. It's going to upset me that if Tyreek Hill like, doesn't have a good chance to win the MVP this season. The sad it part really is, is you're right. You, you, I, get ready to be upset. Seriously, you're going to feel like Florida State and Georgia fans on Sunday afternoon. Get ready to be upset because that guy, to me, 
is the most dangerous weapon that's not a quarterback in the National Football League. Now, well, now if they get that number one seed in the AFC, Ooh. and Tyreek Hill has a big hand in that, he may start getting that groundswell of support, those write-in votes, those late write-in votes. Just anything is possible, especially on the on the rate he's going, where he could be the first 2,000-yard wide receiver for a regular season in the National Football League. Tristan in Utah, how would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? How's it going, y'all? Thanks for having me on the show. Sure. Um, I agree a little bit with my man in, in, uh, in Hawaii, but in a few weeks I think we'll see some go pack go in this top four selection. But for right now, I'm taking the Niners at one. Uh, I played youth football with Brock Purdy and love the guy. Nice. Um, number two, I got the I got the Miami Dolphins. I got number three is the Ravens. And not going to like this, but number four is my, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I had them at my, number five on my list. I don't my, hate my, it. My only argument is, is that it's Miami playing good football. Yes. Is the Dallas Cowboys, are, are they playing good football? Yes. But we have two teams in the top four. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the Eagles in there from the last caller. And the strength of schedule with two teams he had he have in in, in yeah. the top like I don't I don't get you know it. why because they're going by the last thing they saw the Philadelphia Eagles they've seen the Eagles win a lot of close games they've seen the Eagles lose the New York Jets and then they saw that on Sunday night where the only thing missing from that beatdown was prayer for the Philadelphia Eagles please Lord stop, stop beating <laughs> up on us that was the only thing missing from that team was prayer so I wonder how much of that is the last thing they saw. Where you see a 49 and you're like, oh, my goodness, they look faster. Jesus Christ, they're bigger now. <laughs> you see those kind of things, and you're thinking, man, if they keep looking like that, there's not going to be a team out there that's going to beat them. Keep weighing in. How would you rank the four best teams in the NFL? You get a chance to take over Freddie and Harry at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. On the Dr. Pepper call online, we'll get to your calls after Harry gives you this from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Just like the committee, Christmas trees are the same. Real ones, that is. (laughs) Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Now, did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved, and so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We always love our NFL conversations with a man who played in the NFL. Now does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst. He is Andrew Hawkins. Hit him on Twitter at Hawk. Before we get into the Jaguars and the Eagles and the 49ers, Hawk, this is taking over our show. Mm-hmm. And there's two people who are to blame for this, which are main nameless, Devin Kane and Shannon Penn, our producers. Uh-oh. We had a Freddie and Harry NFL selection committee. Our top four teams in the NFL right now are 49ers 1, Ravens 2, Eagles 3, Chiefs 4, Cowboys, Dolphins on the outside looking in. Who are your top four teams if you would rank them right now in the NFL? Give me that again. You said 49ers 40, 1. 49ers. Ravens 2. Ravens 2. Eagles 3. Eagles. Yep, Chiefs 4. Chiefs. And Cowboys 5, Dolphins 6, those two in the outside looking in. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. That sounds right. <laughs> I mean, I, Get the money out of baby hope. That's pretty much how I would. I, I would maybe debate the Eagles and Ravens switching spots there in the seating, but those those are the six teams. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think who else. Lions? Yeah, don't like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't like them getting in. I think the Lions are a very good team. I think for, you know, whenever you don't protect yeah. uh, their quarterback, he, he turns into a turnover machine. And that's that's scary because the teams down the stretch, the teams in those top six, their defenses is, you mm-hmm. know, those, those are scary defenses to go against. Okay. Also, what about the Jacksonville Jaguars? <sighs> Lawrence, with him out, is not the same proposition. It's, you know. This is this is this is the uh, this is sax uh, off sax fifth. It's not the <laughs> it's not the same. It's like you get a little bit of luxury, but it's it's discounted. So instead of Nordstrom, it's Nordstrom rack. Nordstrom rack. Saying, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as that goes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think their number one dreams went out the window. We don't know how long the absence is going to be, mm-hmm. but the more he's out, being a number one seed, they can forget about that. You've dealt with high ankle sprains. Harry's dealt with it. Yeah. Whenever he comes back, what could this offense look like if he's compromised at quarterback when it comes to Trevor Lawrence? Oh, man. I mean, every high ankle sprain is different. 
right? And I don't want to get into like Dr. Hawk mode here or anything, but <laughs> I think that's the crazy thing that I don't think people realize about injuries in the NFL. And I'm sure Harry could, you know, attest to this as well. It's like I might have the same exact injury as Harry. I might come back in three weeks. He might come back in eight. Right. Right. Or I yep. might, I might be out six days and he'd be out four weeks. And it's like, oh, well, this person. And you just have no idea. And I think that's the biggest question mark about Trevor Lawrence. If it's the high ankle sprain, I've seen guys battle through those, like, and not miss games. Really? Yeah. Cause, okay. you know, but everybody is different and your games are different, you know? Right. So I don't know. I, I just, what I do know is without Lawrence in the lineup, I think that obviously this back end of the schedule is going to be crucial. Jaguars don't strike me as a number one seed team even with Trevor Lawrence, right? I think mm-hmm. he's a good quarterback, but I think there have been moments this year um, where that's, you know, I think they're overall a good team. Yeah. They don't feel like the dominant the dominant force, you know, in, in the conference. That's fair. And, I, you know, you can make that case for a lot of people, but I, I think to get back to the top four and the two teams looking in, the Ravens feel like the most consistent team to me in the AFC. Absolutely. Uh, yep. You know, I, I think even the losses they have – those could easily be flipped. And if they can maintain like the consistency across the board from offense to defense to positionally, they feel like the, the, the dominant team in the AFC. Now, I want to ask you about the biggest game of the weekend because there are so many things on the line. The Cowboys still have an opportunity to get the number one seed. The Dallas Cowboys still have an opportunity to win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. They host the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night football. Who needs this win more in your opinion, the Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles? Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. This is, this is going to determine like how we view them. You know, they had that very, you know, good stretch in the middle of the the season. A lot of advantageous opponents. They went again. Dak was looking like an MVP, you know, and when he, he looked great against the Eagles the first time too, but they got to come away with this, with this W. Jerry Jones on the show every week talking about, hey, you know, wait, we we got we got them boys down here too. I need to see it. And I need to see it from Dak. I, I want Dak to take what he did against the Eagles the first time to a new level. If Dak can continue being the Dak he's been for the last five, six, seven weeks uh-huh. for the remainder of the season, he will be the NFL MVP. Great stuff about Andrew Hawkins, former ESPN, not not former ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL player, wide receiver, now current ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter at Hawk, joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. If we say that about Dak Prescott mm-hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys, how much of that can we say the same regarding Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers? You know what? I got I to gotta get my Brock Purdy bag a little bit more. I like Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. I think I don't, you know, he gets this game manager tag unfairly. I think he makes some incredible throws. I think for where he is at in his career, being such a young player, doing the things that he's doing, he is going to be a top quarterback in the league. That being said, whenever he didn't have Debo Samuel, he looked like mm-hmm. a different player. Sure. And Debo Samuel is easy bake offense. You set it and you forget it, right? So those yards where you're throwing bubble screens or you know, you're just quickly pitching it out to, and he's just going – or CMC is just going, or George Kittle is just going. They have positionless offense, right, where these guys can be playing running back, receiver, tight end. Mm-hmm. And, again, I'm not knocking Brock Purdy for that, but what I am saying is, like, it, it's it, it feels a little bit more by committee right. what he's doing, and then that's not even taken into account Kyle Shanahan, which you shouldn't do. He's having an incredible season, but even in that game last week, when you watch the highlights, these guys are making incredible plays mm-hmm. on screens, and that's a part of the game. But it's, I feel like Dak facing what he's facing 
um, obviously being a Cowboys quarterback. And even the way they started this season with this kind of West Coast hybrid of what they were trying to do with McCarthy, and they kind of had shackles on him, and he's kind of broken out of them, and he's like, yo, no, I'm the guy. You know, even when you watch his demeanor in the game, he feels like a different player. Right. And if he can maintain that and really live up to what he is doing, I think it's going to be really hard not to give him that trophy. So let me take it to another level because me and you both play wide receiver in the Mm -hmm. National Football League. And I think it's insane to me Uh that we have a guy named Tyreek Hill Mm -hmm. who has over 1,400 yards right now and 12 touchdowns. And I'm just painting this picture, Hawk. If Tyreek Hill gets to 2,000 yards and and, and he has about 16, 17 touchdowns and the Miami Dolphins get the number one seed, and I understand Tua Tagovailoa is his quarterback, Mm -hmm. how can you not give a young man like that the MVP award? I I don't want to be biased, Harry. Tyreek Hill's the MVP. Yes, he's he the, he's the most valuable player to his team. You know, Wes Welker talked about last week respects to Randy Moss, but Tyreek can run every route, and that you know it sounded crazy to people. It is the truth, and I'm not going to get up here and debate Randy Moss <laughs> and Tyreek Hill. But what right. I am telling you, and I've said this all week, if I made all three of us close our eyes and I said Tyreek Hill scored a 55 yard touchdown on Sunday that you didn't see, imagine it, and. We all talked about it. We would have three different plays. Mine might be a bubble screen. Yours might be a go route. Somebody's would be a 20-yard a cross in the field, and he outruns everybody. Mm-hmm. If I say, now, picture a 55-yard Randy Moss touchdown. Oh, we he threw the hand, he threw hand up in the air. The same yeah. play in our head. <laughs> exactly. Right? Go and, route. And that is what makes Tyreek Hill so special in what he's doing. And we remember when he left Kansas City, they said, oh, you're crazy for leaving Patrick Mahomes. He needed to go out and prove that he is who he is because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it would have been a lot easier for people just to give all that credit to Patrick Mahomes, who is incredible. But the fact that he is doing it where he's doing it and the way that he's doing it at even a higher level is crazy, and he is cementing himself in NFL history. You can't tell this right. season story without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and if he gets to 2,000 yards receiving, which has never been done before, yep. and the Miami Dolphins have a number one seed like Harry mentioned, it's going to be very, very difficult to keep that guy out of that conversation Agreed. when it comes to the MVP. He's always great conversation about the NFL. He played in the NFL. Now does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst. He is Andrew Hawkins. Hit him on Twitter. Hawk, always great to have him join us here each and every week. Appreciate you guys, Always appreciate you, man. Thank you absolutely. so much. Absolutely, likewise. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Hit us on Twitter anytime you want to Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. And we're going to get to the opposite of Miami Dolphins. They're called the J-E-T-S, just in the season Jets. Waiting until you hear what Aaron Rodgers said, defending Zach Wilson, at quarterback, this time. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Don't forget that college basketball continues to be back tonight, the Jimmy V Classic, as North Carolina takes on UConn in a top 25 matchup, followed by another top 20 matchup. Florida Atlantic takes on Illinois. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Mark Ketcher and Bob Valvano will have the call, and Kevin Winter will be part of the broadcast as well. The Jimmy V Classic Hot Ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets. Experience it live, and they get you ready for that. Our man Seth Greenberg. ESPN College Basketball Analyst. He's going to join us in 10 minutes at the 6 o'clock in the 6 o'clock hour. Meanwhile, in Jetsian land, known as the New York Jets, they did one of the more Jetsian things they could ever do as an organization. Tim Boyle has been the starting quarterback for the last two weeks. Not no more. They decided to cut him on Tuesday. They signed Brett Rippon from the practice squad, so that means he might be the starting quarterback by week 15. And it seems that Harry Douglas is more than likely that Zach Wilson is going to get another chance to be under center, even though reports were out there yesterday that he was reluctant because of an injury risk and the fact that he knows that the Jets are probably reluctant to put him back under center as a starting quarterback. Andrew Hawkins, who was just on with us last segment, said last week the definition of insanity is what, Freddie? <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different <laughs> result. <laughs> no, when it comes to the New York Jets, man, it's, it's, it's just and, – and I'm dating all the way back to September 11th, Monday night, when Aaron Rodgers in front of the world, when everybody was watching. Because I right. honestly believe it wasn't just people here in America. It was people all over the world watching that football game, anticipating that game. It was so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. that he got hurt because yeah. we are now here at this point with the New York Jets. We're here. We're <laughs> here with the Jets. We're here with the Jets once again. Something yeah. that we've been dealing with with this football team in 2022. Mm-hmm. Something we dealt with this football team in 2021. In which mm-hmm. That was the same year that they took Zach Wilson number two overall in the hopes that he can be the guy to turn the tides for this franchise and lead them to a playoff berth. Everything to me right now with this organization is a mess. And it was all because one guy got injured and got hurt, Freddie. One thing about what you just said, because they didn't think in a million years they had to worry about him being their starting quarterback. I guarantee you, and this is somebody who's been a Jets fan all his life, they probably believe Aaron Rodgers will be our quarterback for two or three years, and then when his time in Eden is over, when he goes off into the sunset to be the next Jeopardy host, whatever that's going to be, we would draft somebody else or bring somebody else in. Yep. They did not think in a million years that they would have to go back to Zach Wilson, not just once this year, not just twice this year, but now for a third time this year when it comes to Zach Wilson. And you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. When he was on the Pat McAfee show, he heard about those reports out there saying that, man, that he may not want to play. He's reluctant to be the starting quarterback again, and Aaron Rodgers was not having that. When you use sources and whether intentional or unintentional try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for zach i have a a real hard time with that 
People wanted to bury him in year one, and they wanted to bury him in year two. They want to bury him in year three. And the burying part, you know, there, there's some objective things number-wise you can look at, but I do have a problem when there's character assassinations because you're making generalizations about people and who they are uh, without actually really knowing them. Now, here's the news flash, just in case anybody ha- haven't noticed, but I'm pretty sure everyone has. Zach Wilson has buried himself when you look at his play on the football field. In year one, he completed 55% of his passes, nine touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Mm-hmm. In year two, he completed 54% of his passes, six touchdowns to seven interceptions, and he got benched for Mike White. Year three, which is this year, completing 59% of his passes, six touchdowns to seven interceptions. Now, burying someone, Zach Wilson is burying himself. Literally with his awful play on the football field. Aaron Rodgers' loyalty is admirable. It's also misplaced. I like it because he knows, hey, man, you need to stop picking on my dude. Harry, you're exactly right. Your dude needs to stop picking on himself. Seriously, when it comes to Zach Wilson. You can't have the Jets being apprehensive because now you're apprehensive. If anything, you should take that and regard that as a challenge. You guys have given up on me. Now I'm really going to show you what you're going to be missing if I decide not to stick around here or you guys don't want me anymore. You would think that somebody that has been picked on has had his character assassinated, words that Aaron Rodgers used, not me, on the Pat McAfee show, would want to go out there and say, I am not the guy you think I am. I'm not the quarterback you think I am. I know I can play in this league. Well, until we actually see it or believe it, you're going to get Aaron Rodgers defending him. And you know why? Because he knows that Zach Wilson can't defend himself. If Zach Wilson could have been able to speak up for himself, either with his game or with his mouth, Aaron Rodgers is not fat-mouthing like that on the Pat McAfee show. He's not using curse words to defend people, character assassinating his guy that he's loyal to. If Zach Wilson was able to do those things for himself, he wouldn't need the Jets to make excuses for him. He wouldn't need Aaron Rodgers to speak up for him. But because they know they have to protect him, because Zach Wilson has shown on out the football field regarding being a starting quarterback in the NFL that he can't protect himself. So, yeah, yeah, he needs somebody to be the mama bear because that cub keeps going on the mama bear and saying, help me, hide me, I can't deal with this. Now, when it comes to media and being a former player in the National Football League, Freddie, are there people in the media, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a few of them, not many, who try to assassinate players character and the whole nine yes do i think that's diana rossini no, hell no no not even close right not I'm with you. not by any stretch of imagination so that's that part for for me is not going to register right nor nor am i going to allow it to register in my yeah, mind yeah, it's an easy enemy when you can use the media for your own loyalty and ill-gotten gains never mind the fact how do we hear about this from aaron Rodgers? being in the media every Tuesday in the Pat McAfee show. So he talks about character assassinations from the media against Zach Wilson. How many times he's loaded that gun when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? How many times has he used that as a character assassination of somebody in the media? Yet that's what he does. Pat McAfee pays him a hell of a lot of money each and every Tuesday to do what? Not just sit there and be quiet, but to run his mouth on a media platform known as the Pat McAfee show. No, and I'll say this. I, I, I just wish Aaron Rodgers would let Zach Wilson take up for himself. And at some point, Zach Wilson got to be man enough to, hey, you know what? 
I'm going to speak. I need to, you know, mm-hmm. talk on this issue myself. Right. You can't be the franchise quarterback and, and, and want everyone else to talk for you. Yeah. You got to get up there and talk for yourself, man, at some point. Yeah. Either you wish that BYU gets an NFL team, then you can go back home. That may be the only way Zach Wilson may speak up for himself. By the way, the Jets have still not named a starting quarterback for this week's game. In other words, stay tuned. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry. These are the things so far you missed in college basketball that you're going to say to yourselves, I'm glad that Freddie and Harry told me. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.